0: Hello, heroes and heroines, psychics and supervillains, and welcome back to yet another episode of Panel Pictures, a podcast about comic books and comic book film. I am your friendly neighborhood, Zach, and as always, I'm joined by the closest thing to Larfleas that we'll get in this universe, Cody McKinney. And we're also joined by your patron saint of yeah, 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 wow. Wicked men! Wicked
1: man, <laughs> Joe Bowman. You face the me. How's it going, guys? <laughs> it's going all right. It's going Did good. I blow out your earphones? No, no,
0: oh, okay, uh, no. You see that? That's fine. That's fine. No, that's that's fine. me. That's that. Uh, one minute thirty-seven seconds in, I lost my hearing, and then one minute thirty-nine seconds in, I got it back. So, there we go. Yeah, thanks, thanks for impacting then unimpacting my ears. Mm, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah, the scientific. I'm dare.
1: glad I could fix them after <laughs> I broke them. <laughs>
0: uh 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 so mental gin what do you guys uh what do you guys been consuming lately that's superhero related anything if not i, I can see your Pan this.
1: count as a superhero
0: you know probably him and robin hood i'd say are, are superheroes <laughs> i
1: watched hook
0: did you <laughs> what
1: this
2: past week yeah i'm okay. sorry oh what? no i love hook you don't like hook I kind of like Hook. Like I feel about Hook, like I feel about this movie. Uh, there, there's, Cody. A, there's a little bit about Cody. You like, buried the lead, and then there's some things I don't. That's Cody. why I'm so quiet. Yeah, that's fair. Hook I'm getting so ready for fine, my though. court case that I'm about to go through. <laughs> do, 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 do.
0: <laughs> Objection!
2: The people versus the one reasonable human in the room. Uh, uh, do you guys have a Robin Williams vo- voice impression?
1: Because uh, I've figured mine out to ho, and that's ho, it.
2: Ho,
0: ho. ho. I don't, I don't...
1: That's it. Me. That's all, my, uh, that's all well, the I'm, Robin Williams I got. Well,
2: like, that's the weird thing. Like, f- a lot of people's Robin Williams impressions are literally just Mickey Mouse, but deeper. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I'm Robin Williams. I'm going to talk like this all the time. And, and what year is it? It's Jumanji and uh, good morning, Vietnam. And... I need to watch the second Jumanji.
0: Yeah. Now, oh, it's so now, good.
2: Now that they're making a third one. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Jumanji yeah. see, movie. See, like when that came, when that movie came out, you're just like, Jumanji. Why are they making? Why is the Rock and Kevin Hart doing things? And, no, I'm. And I was I'm like, in like, that movie's San gonna Campo. be good, Zach, and it's gonna make a whole bunch of money. Like, There's no way no one's gonna go see Zach. The original Jumanji okay. is so good. Okay,
1: but with Kevin Hart and the Rock, it is a 50-50 chance of it being good.
2: Oh, yeah, and it could have been, it could have been a bad movie. It could have been a bad movie, but uh, Jack Black's in it, which made it a good movie because mm, Jack Black only makes good yeah, things, mm, <laughs> and he makes fun things. No, no, <laughs> They're <it> always good. <laughs> well, yeah, name me a thing that Jack Black made that's not good.
0: Goosebumps too. Well, He's not in Goosebumps He, no, two. he like he, he came he cameoed or something in it, right? Yeah, he,
1: Goosebumps too. he was in, and that was really good. Yeah, yeah, but, um, like, that's a cameo. How you about Envy? Cam- Did you guys like Envy? I don't know. Is uh it was Ben Stiller mm. and Jack Black and 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 Jack Black is the annoying neighbor and he comes with this great invention. Oh, yeah, 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 it
2: yeah. it could be mediocre. I th- I was I figured you were gonna point to that Michael Sarah Caveman movie because that movie's pretty bad. Also bad, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fair. I don't, don't even Recipe
0: know what it is. Speed Ramos,
1: but...
2: that's the last movie he made.
0: Anyway, so uh superhero shit because that's so, what this So is Peter about. Pan's a superhero. Oh, and Peter and Pan is <laughs> a superhero, we've decided. At <laughs> least uh Rufio is. Yeah, Rufio definitely probably Rufio uh let's see here i um on my watch list i got rocketeer i've been downloading all the rocketeer comics Ooh, and i'm, fun. I'm getting fun. getting that world war ii bug mm. uh, again after you guys
1: uh did captain america First, yes Avenger. yes same
0: director yes and so i'm just I'm, I'm ready for some rocketeer action uh maybe you'll like that better i don't know we'll see possibly. uh possibly uh i'm starting to i'm gonna probably start titans and swamp thing this week now mm. that i've got some free time yeah uh, I'm really anxious about Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah, no. I, I hear um you know it was originally approved for 13 episodes and cut then down to 10. got cut down to 10 and was canceled before it stopped shooting.
0: So Dude, DC... I'm not exfla-
1: I'm not uh you know I haven't seen it but yeah. I'm not I, I don't have high hopes for it. No. I hear it's good though.
0: DC like they're kind of blowing my mind right now. So Krypton just got canceled. Mhm. Um you know and So
1: did the Lobo spin-off that was yes. in, the, in the works? Yes apparently. Yeah,
0: so Krypton just got canceled. You know, all these streaming shows that could do really well, they don't they don't focus their energy on that. You know, I'm I'm so glad Doom Patrol's got a season 2. I'm just very very excited about that, but it also makes me anxious because HBO Max is like, "We're going to help carry the load, Mr. Frodo, and have some of your shows here." And it makes me worried that once that happens, we're going to see less DC-centered stuff and it's just going to be DC Parting out some weird characters to HBO, making some stuff. Well, it's, you know,
1: it, it is very weird how, in this era of pop culture, yes. DC
0: has not found
1: anything it's, it's financially viable except for Wonder Woman, yeah. which they were giving up on. Yeah. And Aquaman did well. Yeah. But everything before that was very disappointing and then you had before that you have the dark knight and that literally kind of set the precedent it did for superhero and comic movies and the fact that they haven't been able to top that since then you know i i mean i like wonder woman i don't think it's a better movie than the dark knight you know it kind of falls apart in the third act in my opinion but i think it's um it's still good yes but dc needs to be doing more shit just straight up with their, with their IP. Yeah. You know, um, I think the Watchmen show is a really interesting step in the right direction. Yes. And you know, you've got, you know, Titans and you've got ba- the Batwoman show. Yeah. Coming and
0: um well, yeah, like arrows, arrows getting canceled or hmm. not canceled. Arrows finishing out. I mean, and, it's eight and seasons in. I think the
1: Flash enough. too, and they're all. And I don't. Supergirl, is the Flash can stop? I don't know. I don't know, but I know they're all part of the same. Yeah. Television. Well, they're theaters. having they're having
0: the Crisis on Infinite earth thing oh, coming. Yeah, out, that, and that's and, gonna have like everyone apparently. Yeah,
1: it's gonna have Brandon Ralph yeah. coming back from Superman Returns as a uh, Superman. Yeah, and you got voice of Bruce Wayne. Yes. Um, Kevin, Kevin Conroy, Conroy. Yeah, from the. uh nineties animated series and playing Bruce Wayne and good Lord. I have wanted to see that man act outside of a, you know, recording booth forever because I hear he's great and he's like kind of classically trained. Yes. So getting to see him on TV playing the character that he's known for just makes sense. Like, and I'm I'm excited about that. I'm
0: exploring a lot of other stuff while we're in this kind of Marvel lull. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've been I've been reading more comics and I've been I've been trying to branch out a little bit more and that's why I've been enjoying all this stuff that's just not like strict superhero formula stuff. Right. You know. Uh I'm I'm gonna read Deadly Class here in a little bit and then I'm gonna watch the show and see mm. how that stacks up. Um, I've kind of avoided Umbrella Academy because I really did not like the comics for Umbrella Academy.
1: I really like the show.
0: Okay. Yeah, see that's what I've heard is like the show actually might be better than the comics for most people. I didn't like how the comic ended. I liked the premise of the umbrella Academy, but like by the time I got done reading the, the second, you know, trade paperback, I was mm. like, this is, this is getting too weird and meta for me to like my mere more. I don't have the galaxy brain to understand right, it yeah. clearly. But I, it's it's been a very interesting time because I get to enjoy stuff like The Tick and The Boys and mm-hmm. all these different shows, and I get to explore the superhero genre and realize that there's still a lot of stories we can still tell using all of this. I I understand we're like oversaturated at this point. Yeah, it's it, gotten to the point where our buddy Dylan makes fun of me for liking superhero stuff. But and, it
1: is kind of the driving force of content, you know. And yeah. it, you know, there's a million you know Law and Order spinoffs. Yeah, you know, it, why can't we have? Yeah. Our own Law and Order, uh, Avengers spinoff. I don't if, know
0: if we can have a million different crime shows with the letters N, C, and I, and an additional letter thrown in there to make it different. If
1: Dick Wolf can go out and build a TV empire based on crime, <laughs> Stanley should have gotten the opportunity to see his creation uh, stand against you know crime with culture justice. giants. Yeah, right. Who's talking about fucking Gone with the Wind now, bitches? <laughs> Nobody.
2: (laughs) It's all Cappy America. I'd just like to point out we've been having a 15 minute conversation now and we have not
0: brought up how bad this movie is? At least we're once. not talking about this movie exactly, yet. and
2: that's the reason why
0: because the movie's bad. No, no, it's not bad. We're just we're like people like to hear the banter before the, we get going. You
1: gotta you gotta uh, uh, s- uh, lay the ground,
0: lay the foundation yeah. with some well, no, uh, I, light conversation. It's, it's been a little while since we recorded, so I just wanted to catch up. And I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Cody is correct. We uh, we need to move on to our actual review here. So today we're, we're talking
1: about the best movie that's come out this year. I lead a battle angel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best movie, but it, I, I I really. You,
1: what's better what better movie has come out this year this year yeah
0: Uh are you oh, talking Co- Game. yeah I was Fuck about you. to say like are we talking about <laughs> Co- <laughs> Spider-Verse <laughs> I mean no Spider-Verse was last year last year um, yep was it last year yes. yep. yep it was a Christmas, Christmas movie Christmas movie remember
2: I thought, I thought it was January
0: so we there January? was a
1: nice little shiny uh, uh, present under my tree I opened it up and it was a uh, uh, acid trip of cartoons and spidey people and it, it, was, was, it was beautiful it's 2018 I really it december January.
0: it's 2018 december i promise you but oh
1: there's a poster in the next room i can just check yeah there is okay and i
2: believe you like i apparently i just lost eight months yeah. in my brain
0: but anyway uh i i do i do think it is one of the better I guess not. I, it's a better comic film that we've had in a while. It's That's better not Marvel
1: or DC. It's certainly better than I expected it to be.
0: Yeah, and that and that was the thing for me as well. I I was not hooked with the trailer. The trailer I was like, man, this is weirding me out. I don't yeah. like this. But I swear, the the main character Alita, her her uncanny valley eyes. I think they made them smaller in the movie. I swear. 'Cause I was not as creeped out when yeah. I watched the movie. They're, they're as, not as
2: gigantic as they were in that trailer. They, they like, have
0: to not be. Like I, I mean, don't
2: I don't know if we can do a side by side of that or not, yeah. but I don't think that they're as big. Because like it was off putting. They were hungry
1: ass eyes. They were, they were. Um
0: but we're talking about Alita Battle Angel. They were Battle just gonna Angel. take up
1: her whole face by the end of the movie.
0: <laughs> we're talking about Alita Battle Angel, which is based on the 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 manga Battle Angel Alita, which they reversed the titles around. Um because there's was also an
1: OVA, apparently. Yeah,
0: um and the, the, the Japanese name of the manga is gunman, which just means gun dream. Uh so hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what guns dream about. Yeah, right. Um, I have not been able to sit down and read the manga. So this is actually gonna be like the first time we, we do a, a, a film where I haven't read much of the material, at least for this podcast. Yeah, I haven't read it either. Um, I wanted to get a hold of the manga, but it was pretty expensive and I was I just wasn't feeling up to it. Uh, what are we handing here? Me? Oh, okay. Yeah, Cody. The,
2: the, the, the eyes aren't a different size. The like iris and pupil got. Ah,
0: uh, okay, okay. So okay. Cody's handing me his phone here, showing me the two differences between the eyes. And yeah, the the, the, the irises are a little bit. Mm. Like that
2: was what was weird because it was more iris than it was white. Ah, mm. uh, okay.
1: Hungry eyes are <laughs> taking over the pupil
0: inside. Oh my lord! Anyway, so. <laughs> Alita Battle Angel. This uh, this film took me by surprise. Uh, I, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Yeah. It. The premise really quick, let's just, let's get that out of the way for those of you that probably haven't seen it yet. And again, you know, we're just giving you a summary here. So, uh, you're, you're in this fictional world. There was this thing called the fall. It was a great war that happened. We're in the year 2539, I believe somewhere in that ballpark. And there's a, um, like there's all these floating towns and cities that have crashed and there's only one left and it's called Zolom. Is that the name? Zolom. Zolom. And so Zalem's like the last floating city left, and it drops all this junk down into Iron City. Is that the name Iron of it?
1: City? Sounds right. Yeah, is that right? Granted, I haven't seen this movie in like a couple months since it. Yeah, uh, it is uh, released Iron in city. February, I want to say. Yeah, I I have only seen it in theaters.
0: Uh, there there was uh, it was a lot for me to pick up in one go. Oh uh, yeah, a lot, no, a lot it's of
1: a lot of it's stuffed with exposition yeah. that ultimately isn't really important to the. F- film or the some story of, it, some of the film of it works
0: and some of it doesn't
1: it just feels like it's it would you know be better if yeah. there was like a sequel which there's not been one confirmed yet i don't but, think
0: but cameron's all like i've got cameron money so yeah james james cameron he's the greatest I ever was yep whatever south park episode he's raising the bar <laughs>
1: Um, all right, after all his five Avatar movies come out in thirty years. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, um battle. What like Alita Battle the, Angel?
2: Well, no, like the, it's got a fancy title, like yeah, so something the, like, bullshit from all the, Mars. All the, all, the, all the
0: different arcs had like different titles, Ooh, and so okay. that's why they changed the name up from Battle Angel Alita to Alita colon Battle Angel because mm. like the next manga arc was like I can't remember. It was like Alita colon something like Angels Dream or something right. like that. So, anyway. So you got this floating city. It drops all this junk down to, we'll call it iron city for now until that's corrected or not. And, uh, this
2: no, it is iron city.
0: It's iron city. Okay, great. So then a professor named Dr. Ito finds this broken cyborg and it turns out that there's a live living brain in the head of it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's deactivated, puts it back together, renames it after his daughter who passed away named Alita and Alita doesn't remember anything. So she kind of learns a, how to human, and then B how to, you know, find her Rut in society, figuring out what's going on and everything. Um, society sucks in Iron City. Uh, society does suck in Iron City. Well, I mean, it it sounds like it sucks, but like I'd be down to like live in Iron City. It doesn't look too terrible. I mean,
1: it's it's like um, it's it dirty. Feels very tattooing. Like it is yeah. very dirty. Like that you. was
0: that was that was one of my notes actually that I wrote down. It was like all the background characters look. It looks like Star Wars, where all the background characters have like a story to tell. Mm. I wrote stuff like quad arm steel guitar man needs to drop an album for me, you know, and things <laughs> like that. Um, but like, it, it was just, a uh, overall, it was a very visually appealing movie. Alita yeah. has to like figure out her way. And it, it, it's this nice story of like figuring yourself out now, now that we've got that out of the way, mm-hmm. uh, Cody, you've made it very apparent. You don't like this film and you're rolling your eyes, big guy. So this
2: movie is fucking boring. Like <laughs> it is like, I, i
1: i'll rant if you want if no you want, I'll, like, i i kind of let's see where you're coming from there there's there's lots of moments in the movie where there's just lulls and like it's it's providing these expositional scenes where it's not very interesting what they're doing and the exposition doesn't come back you know yeah, in, like, in a meaningful way
2: I, I think this is a perfect example of the saying of every character has a backstory and nobody cares I like, care. There's so many people in this that did so many things that they want you to care about, but they're all so inconsequential that I just like... Like I don't, I don't know just, about inconsequential. I it, it's, <sighs> it's all set up, is what it, yeah. it's trying to do. Like I don't care about Hugo. I don't care about Hugo's street rat friends. I don't care about Edo and Sheeran. I don't care about Vector. Like Like, there's not a human in this movie. That I cared
0: about. That's, okay. So, uh, Alita eventually figures out that she is like a cyborg from... Ur- Mar- Ur- yeah, is Ur- Like the United... Well, how was the acronym go? United it's, something Mars? Yeah, like... like. Ur- like-
2: I'm actually not, I don't know what the R stands for, but like it's like, it's either revolutionaries or.
0: Anyway, so she uh, she turns out to be a cyborg from like this, this former military that was in Mars. They invaded Earth, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago before the story takes place. She has like an understanding of this martial art called Panzerkunst, oh, which there's I. There's a name for
1: it. It's just not yeah, that they robo talk about food. it.
0: They talk about it in the movie. They call it Panzer kunst.
1: Oh, right. And, no, I remember
0: that. Yeah. And I, I simply wrote Panzer kunst is a wild ass name for a system of fighting because I think in like in German, it translates as the art of armor or armor art. Uh, that sounds about
1: right. Yeah.
0: Panzer kunst. Uh But anyway, so she turns out to be like a really good fighter and there's these like, uh, you know, hunters that are going around that, and they hunt people for credits and that kind of thing. And, it's all like it's all centered around people trying to get up to the floating city of Zolom because they think like that's gonna be their answer to everything. They go up to the higher society and, and things will be better. Yeah. And so Alita's trying to figure out like if she wants to go up there while she's trying to figure out who she was. She's you know, meets a boy named Hugo. Hugo's like, I'm gonna get up there, and she decides she's gonna help him. And Alita finds out like she's really good at fighting. But Dr. Ito is like, I don't want you to be f- good at fighting. And she's like, but I'm good at fighting. And she really is like, I love the fight choreography in this film. And it just, it feeds into a lot of different themes of like growing up and maturing, figuring yourself out and that kind of stuff. That being said, so Cody makes a couple good points here. It, it There's lulls. There's there's times where you're like I don't care about this I want to get back to the main story and mm. things like that. There's little moments for me. There was little moments like that. I I don't I think there were bigger moments for you because there were bigger sections of the film for you. But I for me personally this film was so visually engaging I was able to kind of not forgive but it was it, it was able for me to like crease over and smooth over you, some of these. You let orders. your
2: reptilian brain take over where you're just like ooh shiny colors bright
0: toys. It's not like that. I mean like it's. It's like how Star Wars is, you know, uh, I mean, I I will, I will gladly admit that Star Wars, every single Star Wars film has slow moments, right? Mm. And some of them are not as exciting or engaging as others, Sometimes you
1: need those slow moments in order to give the audience a break from a very intense action sequence. Right. It's nice to slow down every now and then. And so what
0: Star Wars does is it makes a good like setting, visual setting for you to be like, oh, this looks really neat, you know, and you kind of enjoy the moment for a minute. And I feel like Alita does the same thing. Yeah, yeah, What, Cody? Go ahead, buddy.
2: This movie—I just figured I figured out how I can crack the code for you two. This movie's bad, the same reason that Attack of the Clones is bad. Because? Because there are like just vast, giant chasms in that movie of Anakin and Padme just roaming around Naboo doing nothing that matters until they end up back on Tatooine. What falling in love doesn't matter.
0: Why are you a jaded old man? Why don't you love love? Who hurt
2: you? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people, but, um, like, uh, (laughs) no, what I'm getting at is, yeah, I, I'm all for a love story and anything like that, but when, like. When the movie makes it so obvious that the love story is going to end tragically. It does. It does kind of broadcast like, that throughout the whole thing. I'm like, Hugo's not, Hugo's not going to yeah, see this, the end this Yeah, this boy movie. ain't making it. Like, and, and that's what fucking Star Wars does. You, like, we go into those movies knowing. Unless you Well, had, I think that's
0: because we knew what happened in 4, 5, and 6. So we kind of knew 1, 2, and 3 was going to pan out super hot. Right, For yeah. anyone involved.
2: Exactly. So, like... Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not as choreographed in Star Wars as it is in this movie, but like, there's literally, like, just a point. I think it's probably by the first time that, like, Vector and Hugo have an interaction where, like, oh, he ain't making it. Like, yeah. like he's in too deep like it's every mafia movie where it's like oh yeah I'll get you I'll get you that nice apartment over the city and everything will be nice all you gotta do is go over there and hit that guy in the head for me real quick and then everything's gonna be great like, more
1: like you know just sitting down and talking about what you're gonna do three days away from a retirement oh, and then yeah. you get shot yeah. Like, yeah. that's exactly the kind of thing there's so many moments where they're just sitting there talking about how great it must be in this floating city, yeah, which like, we don't even really get to, we no, don't we, get to see. We the whole movie yeah. takes place basically in Iron City, yeah. And then they, you know, there's like towards the end they get close, but they don't, they don't get there. Yeah, you know. Like, and then, my, then we I, cut oh, to Edward Norton, who's just watching everything, yeah, just
2: chilling <laughs> up there. Um, one of my favorite moments in the entire thing is when Sharon goes to Vector, and she's like, "Oh wow, you got Hugo to bring her right to us. What'd you tell him?" And he's like. I just told him he was gonna go to Zalem. Like I just like I did the one thing that like I've been doing to get him to do everything I've ever wanted him to do ever. Right.
0: I think, I think though, even though that was broadcasted that that Hugo wasn't gonna make it to Zalem, right? I think that for me, I, I figured that out early on. I was like, they're not yeah. gonna let him go to Zalem, right? He's convinced that he's gonna go, but it's not gonna work out. Like they they but,
2: say within like the first fifteen minutes of the movie, nobody
0: goes to Zalem. That's fair. But I think I think what was interesting for me was to wait and see what happened because he was so convinced he was going to go. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't know exactly how it was going to pan out until I just, he's walking on the cable. And
2: they foreshadowed the shit out of it. Like it, where he's just like, man, I learned if I had a body as strong as yours, I'd just climb up that cable thing
0: all the way up to Zolom.
2: And as soon as I saw them put him in that robot body, I was like... That dumb motherfucker's going to walk up that cable. Yep.
0: But I mean, and that's fair, but it doesn't choreograph, it, or it doesn't rather telegraph that he's going to die, be put in a robot body, and we're going to get there.
2: Well, no, but like literally as soon as that, like, may, maybe it's just because I've watched so many movies, and like, I really think this screenplay is tremendously shallow, especially... When you get the flashback, like they just set everything up with like a sledgehammer when you see her in that flashback and it's the defense ring. And as soon as I saw him walking, I'm like, oh, here comes that defense ring we saw earlier. Oh, my gosh.
0: Get ready for it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean that's fair. I, again, I'm not I'm not denying any of that because it, a lot of this stuff was very transparent, but I feel like the stuff that was good can help crease over that which was transparent and not so good. Like okay, for instance, when she goes to all the the the, the, the bar, I think it's called the Kansas or something yeah, like that, yeah. Something like that? To, yeah, to try and recruit
2: some some, some of the hunters like, some of them bad types, some them Some of them rough types above like, like I think it's above like kansas city missouri or something like that yeah that's yeah. why like okay yeah
0: gotcha but you know she goes into this bar trying to recruit these hunters because she's you know trying to to kind of buck the system essentially and you get to meet all these like really cool interesting star wars you know yeah uh, it's definitely a cantina kind yeah of scene. cantina scene yeah and especially Except it
1: ends with an actual battle
0: uh yeah right and uh god i wrote okay so like when that when the when the big tank guy comes in like follows her right and then the little dog is gonna protect her and then he kills the dog god i what was my notes for this oh yo what the fuck he killed the dog fuck this movie (laughs) Uh, that's
1: that's the quickest way to get like the audience like off any the antagonist side All, all the joker needs to do in order for people not to like him is kill a dog yeah that's it once the Joker kills a puppy, we we stop seeing people going to Hot Topic <laughs> and coming out looking like the Joker. But
0: I, I enjoyed... Getting grills. Like, I enjoyed moments like that in that Damaged film. Damaged people. <laughs> Sorry. I enjoyed moments like this in this film, though, because... You know, she eventually fights the 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 huge tank guy that's working for Nova, the the actual villain, the puppet master, starts to a Z. Nova. Yeah. Like his name's hard to say, so, so I don't is remember. His name's very it. hard to say. It's something mm. crazy. Nova. No, 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 the the <laughs> It's it's like that's some mechs or villain. something. <laughs> it's um it's the big mech is like uh it starts with a W, I think, or something. No, like it's that. A, it's an X. Uh, Grewishka. Oh, oh, no, it's Grewishka. Grewishka, played Grewishka. by Jackie Earle Haley, who's Who just thinking? so good in everything he's in. Yeah, that's
2: where was somebody whose name started with an X in this movie. And it anyway, was, like, hard to say. So
0: Grewishka is like this, you know, uh, hired guy, and he's 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 down on his luck, and it turns out that like Dr. Ito's uh, ex-wife has been working with uh, Marshala Ali's character. um what was his name? It was like it was vector. Like, vector, yeah. So vector, vector has been like rigging all these, you know, games and things like that. They played this game, and uh, it it Roller looks dope. Rollerball, yeah. Thank you. Anyway, so you know, this guy plays motorball. He's kind of washed up and everything like that. And he eventually gets kind of recruited into getting Alita because Alita's got all these rare parts and things that they're gonna use to kind of uh, subvert everything, do evil stuff. And, you know, they have this huge bar fight scene. There's the dude with the robot dogs that I fucking love. Mm. Um, And then eventually Grishka and Alita fall into the the floor and they fight and... I liked that Alita at this point had been like unbeatable and then all of a sudden she just gets like crushed and she gets literally she's like spiraling past this dude's like right, like cat of nine tails hand he's got mm-hmm. thrown at her she's spiraling and you're thinking okay she's gonna punch the dude and then she gets cut up into a bunch of different pieces that was really cool and mm. so then she has to balance on one hand and like she jumps up and jabs the dude in his eye with her oh, hand fuck yeah. says fuck your mercy and pulls the and I wrote ooh an F-bomb <laughs> like the one, this the is one a, they get. this is a PG-13 movie and people are getting sliced in half and dropping f-bombs and well was technically
1: like, robots are getting sliced in half no yeah. uh
0: oh. no the the dude yeah the, uh, the, fucking the street rat um what's his name i got Aladdin. no Riff oh my god no uh, so... tanji tanji i don't buy that tanji gets gets cut in half mm. uh by uh by the narcissistic robot guy right Zapan. yeah Zapan. but anyway so yeah you know, you've got this amazing fight scene that subverts all the expectations and alita like realizes she's not as good as she is right mm-hmm. and then y- it turns out like she had that body from her past life. And Dr. He like, I'm not going to let you you know, use this. And all of a sudden Dr. He like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to let, let you, you use this. this. Yeah. So there, there, there's a lot of strong story points to this. And there's a lot of, I would say weak connections that connect everything together. I
1: think Cody brings up like good points in that, you know, this movie is a fair amount of exposition versus action. Like, yes. and it, and like both of those elements of the movie are constantly fighting each other. And it, It feels like the movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah. But I will say when it leans into action, it's a way better movie.
2: Yeah, I mean I I like every moment of this movie where I lead us fighting something or doing cool things, anything like that. Like but the way I can the best way I can put this movie is this is this movie is like if you went to a friend's house and they made you a soup, but in that soup were like your three favorite ingredients and then like a bunch of vegetables that you hate. I
1: feel like it's more like if you go to your friend's house and your friend's like, Hey, have you read this manga? And they're like, No, I've I've not read this manga. <laughs> here, and, then, and then he's like, Here, you should check it out. And you like flip around, like, oh, this is really cool. And, and then they he make sets make down eight, read eight more eight all... more books
2: to read. And he's like,
1: You like all of them. There's so much here that you're gonna like <laughs>
2: So many knobs you can twist. They, they force you to, uh, like, or they force you to watch a show that you just don't want to watch. Like, there's definitely, <laughs> I feel like,
1: you know, this, the, the story problems in this movie are only fixed with more story. Like, with more fair, movies. Fair. It, it's it's kind of like what we were talking about, you know, earlier today with Stranger Things and how you get to tell a fuller story, you know, in hour-long chunks, you know, over the course of eight episodes. Yes. And I think Iita would benefit more from that, but it's also you know taking the the cinematic approach, you know, more of a just straightforward film. It's you know the the things that lack are storytelling things that you can't really do in two hours, yeah, um, yeah. and build out this big world. Now I do think visually, this movie is fantastic and and it's got a great sense of scale, yes, uh, you know, when we're seeing the floating city, especially the ending um, on the cables and and whatnot. All of it looks like it came out like a out of a Japanese manga. Yeah. Like it's 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 excellent. Uh, I it just um, I think, you know, visually is it's more impressive and it definitely carries the film for me in a way cuz the story's just good enough to where okay, I get this girl, she's a good guy and yeah. this guy He's a bad guy, and then this guy—he's helping this girl, but he—you know—he's like the dad. But yeah. you, you know this girl? She's basically in places, and she could just take care of herself.
2: You—you you literally just did the pitch meeting. Like, I feel like they just put <laughs> like they literally—they put James Cameron in a room, and they like had Robert Rodriguez come in behind him, and like James Cameron was like. Well, we've got this interesting, uh, this <laughs> interesting product uh, product from Japan. Like, there's a really good manga series, and then Robert Rodriguez is in the background, like, yeah, and there's like a floating city, and like I made Spy Kids, and that was cool, and like, oh you know, god, like, remember yeah, when I made Mariachi for five hundred dollars? He was really excited in the background and just talking about all the things he wanted to do. And I then, yeah, no, I, I agree. he
0: directed
1: it, right? Yeah. Was it Rodriguez? Yeah, it was Rodriguez. Yeah. Cameron produced. And Cameron produced. Yeah. Um, I, I mean you know i've seen a couple of Robert rodriguez films not a, not all of them but definitely enough to get a a, a taste of his style and it, it makes sense shark boy and lava his well i mean <laughs> apart from his children's movies this his, is
2: like that's the problem though like that this movie it's, like he wants it to be a children's movie but he also not, wants no, it to no, be It's no it's
1: not i don't think he wants it to be a children's movie it feels more like a young adult novel yeah like one of those you know it, it, like it would have been all it, if this movie came out around the time hunger games was popular i feel like it would have benefited maybe a little bit well definitely benefit less because hunger games would have come out hunger games was great it was a big phenomenon but like you know you know i'm getting at like it's this uh strong willed female protagonist and up against the world and you know she's always gonna kick ass um and that's sometimes you know i do like turning off my brain and watching some kick-ass uh visual effects it doesn't have to have the most concrete story but I, I always like it when a story like i can attach myself to people and stories and i'm, I'm you know i haven't that's, seen this film since february and i'll, I'll be honest the most of the stuff that i remember is related to the action
0: no and and i think that's where i'm at as well i i'm attached mostly to alita as a character i'm mm-hmm. attached mostly to the action scenes uh you know motorball i thought was really really cool yeah, it was and exciting
1: it was like you know pod racing. Yeah. Like it was just the one cool scene that got to exist because it was cool. Right. Um, And drag Courtney's there. Yeah.
0: (laughs) For for like a second. Yeah. And you know, then the, the bar fight with, with the dog dude and Zarpin and, and all those guys, you know, uh, it's just really, really neat. You've got all these alley fights and chase scenes and things like that. I think the one thing that could have maybe fixed this movie, maybe even for people like Cody is if the antagonist had been one central force that had been a little bit clearer because it starts with like elitist antagonist first is Doctor Ito because he's all like you're a girl don't don't do this because you're a girl right, right? and then it shifts to Vector being like i control things that go on here in iron city you know and all that stuff and then i then we get the nova thing possessing stuff and yeah. it's like oh there's another guy but nova doesn't really have a presence in this film no i well i think all, he's really. established
1: to be the guy pulling the strings like he's the next big bad right. yeah
0: but like but he's not but he's not established as the bad really mm. that much compared to vector and, and all these no other yeah folks,
1: they know. definitely downplay him because they're trying to lead sequel
2: into bank. a sequel yeah absolutely. You know. and then gruishka becomes like i non antagonist and then Zapan becomes a non antagonist like you got like 5 dudes who are all like independently like trying to fuck with Alita But, like, they don't give any of them enough time or motivation to make you want to care about any of
0: them. That's, I mean, that's, and that's fair because, I mean, Zapan, we don't know why he's a narcissist. We just know he likes his face. Mm. And then Alita cuts his face off, which I I thought that was creepy and well done. Yeah. Yeah. His, like, teeth are cut in half and he's like, my face. It's, it's,
1: it's kind of like the same thing that I like about the Warriors. Yeah. The movie The Warriors. It just, you don't get a lot of, you know, background on, like, people. You don't get a lot of exposition on the Warriors. You get enough to get, like a sense of what's going on and then like crazy clown people bats yeah right it, it sets up this kind of crazy adventure where all these different like you know characters can come through and like uh just exist to be cool looking
0: no i get no i get that I like get it's
1: that. it's more style over substance but like you know the warriors is based off of the odyssey so it's 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 got like a clear set narrative through yeah line. With Aelita, I don't know where the fuck it's going. That's no, very true. I don't true. know what it's really setting up. That's very true. I other than Aelita continues to kick ass. Yeah, and that's the extent of.
0: I think. I think if Aelita never learned from her like progress or her mistakes and just kept making like mistakes and never like growing and trying to be a little bit careful and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think then Cody, you could make the argument like this movie's really bad, right? Yeah. But I feel like that, Alita- or if there's no sequel. Or if there's no sequel, yeah. Um, but I think Alita, though, gets the chance to grow and develop and learn. And therefore, at least you have a strong character. You may not have a strong story for this entire film, right? Mm-hmm. But you at least have Alita as a strong character in a visually stunning world. And I guess that was enough for me to be like, I like this film. Right. And I'm always willing to give... like If, if you're trying to make a trilogy or a, a, a series or something like that, right... I'm always willing to give people this, the like the second movie. Yeah, you know, I'm always willing to see like, okay, so like this is what you had to work with and you did it. So let's see what you can do next time. Right. And then How by you the second, yes. Yeah. And then by the second movie, if you haven't done well, then I'm like, okay, now you're just yeah screwing around basically. Right. So that's that's what I'm waiting to see. I'm hoping they do make a second Alita movie. I'm hoping that now you know they can go a little bit more freeform, and they can make it more cohesive, like antagonist protagonist thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Really, kind of build out the story of the world, right?
0: Right. We don't have to worry about world building so much as we can just focus on the world. You know, at least that's that's me. I don't know.
1: Focus on the environment, that yeah. Stories. I mean, I don't know.
2: Uh, like, all right, like I I I think maybe I am being overcritical, but like I, just because I I just genuinely didn't like the movie, but. In the movie, there are, like, it's so weird. There are so many little things I did like. Like, I like Edo's character a lot. Oh, but, I love. And Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz is, yeah. with
1: the giant hammer. Like,
2: and fucking his, That yes. fucking
0: Fallout hammer is what I call it. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: no, like, I thought that was dope as fuck. I'm like, this looks like an
2: anime thing. Hell yeah. And then they gave it to Christoph Waltz. Yep. Yeah. Like, he's fantastic. And, like, he's the voice of reason in the movie. And, like, literally, like, I think that's the thing. One of the other things that just frustrates me is, like, I, it, it becomes a non movie if this happens, but literally if you just listen to him, like you avoid everything that happens in the movie. Like yeah. if you, and I'm not saying like, well, yeah, he's like sit at home, be my daughter type thing, but it's literally just like, he just points out like, like almost every bad thing that's going to happen. Like, and even, even Hugo, like at, a, at the point where like, she just yanks her heart out of her chest. She's like, I'd give everything for you. <laughs> And he's just like, stop doing things for people. It's going to get you in trouble.
1: Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really didn't deserve Hugo. Hugo is a fuck ass. <laughs> <laughs> I Hugo wrote, fucking sucks, guys.
0: I I mean, fair. I mean, fair. And dude's
2: not a great actor in N- my opinion. Though. No, he's not. Nah. He didn't deliver anything he he didn't really like
0: it's kind of a weird role though when you think about it yeah because like he has to fall in love with like a person that he's essentially been like killing off her type of person
1: well yeah and but he's using her yeah in in a sense to to help him get up to the city in the sky yeah yeah like that's that's the um, initial like drive for their relationship and then it turns romantic and i'm just like i don't alita you deserve way better get out yeah go
0: like leave just just leave I I, I I did like though when he introduced her to chocolate, and I wrote, "We all need someone that loves us like Alita loves chocolate," because mm-hmm. like that, that that like I know it's, I know it's animated, but that look that she gave when she took that bite of chocolate, I was like, "That right there, that's love." That's, that's what
2: hot. that is. Yep, <laughs> that's
0: love. That's what I want. Also,
2: yeah. a weird thing. She matured way too fast in the movie, if you want my opinion. Like, she went from, like, scared little girl to, by the end of it, trying to, like, to be, like, grow, a grown-ass woman.
1: Well, that's, you know, I, I, I attribute that to the memories that she's recovering throughout yeah. the movie. And, and,
2: like, the body and everything when they're mentioning, oh, she's older than you. Yeah, right? she like, she
1: I, realizes the depth of what her, her capabilities are and, like, her responsibilities she doesn't really have a firm grasp on like what they were before her new life. But she tries to, in a sense, fill those big shoes that she's not ready to fill as a character. You know, she's not there in her growth, you know, after this amnesiac episode. Yeah. She needs to become that person again. And now that she knows who that vaguely, who that person was, you know, it's it's more of her trying to do that and failing. Yeah, because she doesn't really know how.
0: No, I I agree. I I mean, you could attribute it to the fact that she has the brain of like a teenager. Yeah. Right. And oh, absolutely. Ma- and also the fact that she's a cyborg, you could argue that like, well, maybe she just processes information really quick because she's a robot or something yeah. like that. But no, I I mean, you think about it though, and it's kind of crazy because at first she doesn't remember what an orange is. Yeah. She takes a bite out of it, right? And then by the end of the movie, like you said, Cody, she's like scheming and plotting and mm-hmm. and cutting things in half and things like that but I mean, you could also argue we only have two hours yeah, exactly. and like yeah, we, we can't dedicate an hour. It's like baby steps Alita, Alita's first bike ride or something like right, that. Right. Yeah. You know?
1: There's gotta be we uh, had a reasonable we... suspension of belief.
0: Yeah. We had that though with like the motorball scene. Like she learned how to motorball with that first part, like when they're playing in the streets and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: right. I, I totally missed that scene. I walked out for the bathroom, but <laughs> no, did you? Yeah, I did. Okay.
0: But like that's, that's when, um, that's when Hugo's friend, the guy, I, I always forget his Andrew. name. I've, I've got it right here. Uh, Tanji, yeah, that's when Tanji just like doesn't like her, trips her up, and like takes the ball and like chucks it in the bin, you know. And then Alita's like, "Okay, how am I going to take this guy out?" <laughs> then
2: He becomes like another non antagonist for like a small, tiny. <laughs> that's amount. true. That's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I, I thought the scene with like the 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 Asian girl. I don't think we ever got her name. And Tanji, and, and she's like, "Why don't you like her?" Yeah. And Tanji's just all not like, into "Hard bodies. He's not into hard bodies, all right. Like, Ugh. it's there. There is some weird. There's I get some awkward
1: it. allegory for racism. Yeah. Right. let just. Get there, that out of the way.
0: There's some there's some awkward conversations, there's some awkward dialogue and things like that, but I think I think at the end of the day the themes and the and the setting for everything is what can can carry you over some of that awkwardness. Right. Plus, I mean, when you were a teenager, did everything you say sound like poetic and well put together and thought out? No,
2: not at all. And like I think that if I were like sixteen seeing this movie and not twenty six seeing this movie, mm. I would think this movie was way better. I honestly do, and I think that's my like the thing is this movie's just not. So now I mean, we get to the root of the problem. No, I mean it's just not made for me. You're like, old. Yeah, I think that's really <laughs> it. Like I've, I've seen I've seen these tropes too many times. Yeah, I've seen like it's like when you read, mean it's literally like when you well not when you read a book, but when you watch like a kid show, and like you can just see like. You can see everything coming before it happens. Cause you're like, oh, this is what they're setting up for. But this kid's mind's gonna get blown when Darth Vader is when Anakin turns into Darth Vader. You right. know, like yeah. But
1: well, I mean, that's th- the, the f- original prequels weren't very. Um, they weren't trying to hide the fact that Anakin was Darth Vader. That's true. You know, it, you know, if you watch those movies in order, like you know, by Episode Five, who the fuck Darth Vader is. Yeah. And it ruins that plot point. Now with Aleta, I think. You know, you're given a whole lot of stuff, like as an audience member, just to kind of build out the world. So when the sequel comes in, instead of like introducing new characters, they can pull old characters from the past movie and give them a little True. bit more story, uh, you know, depth. And, yeah, you know, but that again, relies on there being a sequel. Yes. And it performing well enough to deserve a sequel. I mean, it, it
0: performed... And I yeah. hate that. It performed pretty well I, at the box office. 410 conference. or something. Uh, it had a budget of 170 million, and it got 404. 404
1: right. Is that, like, in, uh, worldwide?
0: I believe so, yes. Okay. Well, yeah.
1: that's... I mean, that's still kind of low. Uh, but it's a return of your investment, what? Like...
0: And more, so, yeah. Know, like, but, like, from what you just
2: said, though, they can't bring in a lot of characters, because they kill...
0: Almost oh, all of them. okay. So so, Doctor Ito's wife is like taking it as like a brain, hands, and heart, right, mm-hmm. or something like that. So they're gonna like stick that in a robot. Mm-hmm. You got Doctor Ito.
2: Victor's dead.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. Victor is dead. She you got Jai Courtney, but like, but like, you've also got all the the other hunters and stuff like that. You yeah, know? I mean,
2: but like, if she's so, I assume if they're gonna do a second one, yeah, mm-hmm. logic dictates that it's going to focus more around her motorball career. No, I I, mean, I I assume is that how the books are? No, that's how the movie ends.
0: Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll focus around that. I think you know she wins motorball and she gets to go up to Zolom after that. Yeah.
2: Well, like, see, I, I figured that, like, the second movie would be, like, because she's not grand champion thing at yep. the end of this movie. Yeah. No, you start so, the like, next
1: movie with her being the grand champion. Yeah.
2: Well, I, if I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like, the second movie would end up being, like, the journey to her becoming grand champion. So we no. get another non- No, that's non- so boring. Yeah, I they, know. <laughs> they,
0: they already, they, they said literally, like, that was the match that she was going to become grand champion in, I think, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, they said she's been working her way up for months now. Now this is the match for her to decide who you know who to become grand champion. Mm. You know, so I think I think that was a leading to. She's obviously gonna win because yeah. she's good. And then by the next movie, it's like okay, you won, you're grand champion, you come up, and then oh, it turns out Zelma's not so good. Yeah, you know, right? Kind of
1: like I don't know. I haven't read the books. I haven't either. Yeah. I'm not expecting Zolm to be what Hugo was thinking. No, it was no, no, be. no, no, no,
0: no. So I, I like, Grass and like, and you know, of... and you know, I think they could bring Hugo back because if you remember, it's just his torso falling. Right. Hmm. And like death doesn't seem to be that big of a deal for a lot of these characters because there's like heart transplants and limbs and shit like that put together, you know.
1: But I think for that you would have to have Aelita like preserve hugo in some way well hugo
0: could have just fallen in a dump like aylita did and mm. still be but, alive but is not human Hugo's just no aylita is a human brain in a cyborg shell yeah i know hugo's
2: is just a head attached to a metal body right yeah,
0: he, so so what's to say like his like literally it's his torso and his head that falls right so right. what's to say that like his torso doesn't fall straight down or he doesn't like i mean there's a million different ways you could write that. Bugs.
1: what he gets decomposed by bugs <laughs> he's got a fleshy Fleshy garbage Fleshy virus. Chases, Yeah. Chases.
0: Anyway, I mean, there's a there's a million different ways you could also, write Hugo's torso like falling and surviving, and then he could come back. Don't and, bring back Hugo. He's a bitch ass. That's like, true. That's true. He's fucking. I'm not. I'm not arguing you should. I'm saying that you could, unless you brought him back as a like,
1: villain. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that I would be the thing. Like, Aelita would be manipulated by is, yeah uh, this person who she has great affection for, um, but. That's such a bitch ass move, especially with Hugo. He a bitch. Um, I just don't <laughs> like him.
2: Yeah, like
0: I like his bike. I like his bike. His the bike's bike, pretty dope. The bike is really the bike the, one, is the best part of his personality. His, his bike, the big one wheel thing, that's like my dream bike. Well, I mean, like that,
2: yeah. and that's I think that's another reason I don't like his character is that he, like the, that bike and a leather jacket is his personality. <laughs> pretty much. Like he's just an archetype that they were like, all right, well we need this token character, let's toss mm. him in there.
1: He's he's got he's pretty enough. Let's go. Yeah, he's, he's somewhat <laughs> now, attractive.
2: I, we could have him with his shirt off for a scene. Like well, I, I guess, go.
1: I mean, this would probably need some reflection in the books, but what that relationship was like. Yeah. And, you know, you probably got a little bit more fleshed out, and, or maybe, like, Hugo is found out to be a dick what way early on, and then, like, he kind of has to work his way back. I don't know. I've never read these books. Either way, Hugo's dumbass fucking character, is <laughs> why you're fucking there, and she kicks ass the whole movie, and I like it.
2: That's, I, yep, that's that's it. But here, here's another thing, and like this is just like for, fodder to have a small conversation with. Mm. The what they did with this, because I read a little bit of the uh, like the plot points of what this arc in the the, the like in the actual book mm-hmm. is. It doesn't end it, with Hugo dying. No, it does. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's dead in the books too. Good. Um, but like it um, th- from the from what <laughs> I read of what happens in the book, they they hit. Like seventy five percent of what actually happened in the book, mm-hmm. but like I'm sure it worked way better in the books. So they probably they had nine volumes oh, sure. instead of you know you can hours. always you can always
1: expect the lore of you know a book to be more uh, drawn out, to yeah, be more um, established, yeah. I guess.
2: Um, but the fear I have for this is when you take something that already exists that's. I assume this was this is good. I've like I'm like you. I've not read it. I just not for a very stuff. long time. Yeah, somebody liked it enough to make a. a I mean, there was a
1: multi-million dollar movie. Was, there mean. was an OVA in the 80s? 90s, 93, 90s, yeah, yeah, early 90s. So, um, like it's been around.
0: Yeah.
2: It worries me when you add when they're adapting uh, when they're adapting yeah adapting Ad-adding <laughs> in Star Wars <laughs> when they when they're adapting something uh something that already existed that people already like into something new mm. and this is where I have a fear for like that Netflix Cowboy Bebop thing because if you put Cowboy Bebop in a vacuum on a piece of paper with no like voice acting no context or anything it's pretty boring Is it Space Bounty Hunting
0: That sounds pretty dope.
2: I I think that's pretty cool. I I like Like, bounty hunting shows. Space bounty Bounty hunting. It's as interesting as Boba Fett is interesting. Like, Boba Fett is interesting. Boba Fett, cool.
0: Boba Fett's really interesting. He's he's really interesting if you've
2: read anything outside of the actual...
0: Yeah. I know, but like...
2: If you live with Boba Fett just from Star
0: Wars, that's it, part of the, like that's part of what made him cool. Dad Django Fett, no, not that. If you
2: live with but, Boba but Fett, but
0: like, but like, that's part of what made him so cool is he was mysterious, and then later, you know, down the road they expanded on that, and guess what? He was still mysterious wow. and cool.
2: I know, but like, all right, like literally, I'm just using the example. If you're looking at Boba Fett right, in right, a vacuum right. from episodes four to six, four mm-hmm. five, uh,
0: yeah, five to six, yeah. Yeah. Wait,
2: he wasn't, oh, he, wasn't, he wasn't. I'm thinking home. of the crappy fucking i have i've, I've only, talking about a Django. fan no i mean i'm literally he's they in the uh in the fucking lucas cut when they remake oh everything oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's standing in the hangar that's with true, cgi true. yep so i always think he's in for when yeah. he's not actually in for but anyway yeah i was saying if you take him from empire and return of the jedi just those two movies in a vacuum he's a cool looking character that gets taken out by a blind Han Solo. Yeah. He doesn't do anything consequential. Yeah. He's just cool looking.
0: Yeah, I, I think he does consequential stuff. He literally puts Han Solo in carbonite, takes him to Java.
2: Vader puts him in carbonite. But he took
0: him to Java, Boba Fett did.
2: Okay, so he's a glorified U-
0: space UPS. I'm mate. just saying... <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I. I mean, I. I get what you're saying. These examples are not the best, I think, for your argument. But I. I understand what you're saying, though. I. I, I get it. Like, there's
1: there's a lot more cool than there is like deep in us. Yes. I, I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. and yes, And, yes, and yes, like, yes. what
2: I'm getting at is, if you don't get the right people to do things, like it's so easy to ruin them, even when they've worked before. Mm-hmm. And it worries me. Like, and same with Watchmen. Like, the, the Watchmen series, like, I'm excited for it, but it worries me because they're probably not going to do Alan Moore justice or...
1: No, Alan Moore's a fucking asshole who just wants to sit around and bitch about how people are using his work to make money.
0: I, I agree with you. Did um, you all just, like... A sip a hot cup of angry before we got in here today, or no, something. No, sorry.
1: Like, I just. You I, know, I, I, here's I the struck thing. a nerve with a joke. I've been here for, been, here's here's thing, been here for five hours
0: now, and I haven't gotten near as angry as either of you two.
1: With with Alan Moore, he just like he just infuriates me because he just wants to be grumpy. You know, like, he, he's a brilliant man, but he just wants to sit around and just be like, oh, here, be blah, an blah. angry old man. Comic books stink, and I made the best ones, so ba ba ba. Zack Snyder can eat some shit.
2: ba ba ba. See, that's why I like Alan Moore, because we have the same thought process. Like, Things like were better before.
1: Dave, David Hader had to go up and beg him to basically read a script yeah. about his work. Based on his work, and he was like, eh, it's close enough. And that's as nice as he ever got.
0: I like Joe's Alan Moore, I, I think, better than actual Alan snarf, Moore. Snarf, snarf, i Alan Moore. Starf, snarf. <laughs> Oh God!
1: No, but um, with with Watchmen, like I think the people attached to it are very, you know, they're very capable in their own rights for storytelling, acting, producing, and everything. You know, da- Damon Lindelof is, you know, I haven't seen a lot of um the leftovers, but God, have I heard about it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I've I loved Lost, you know, uh, from you know the first season, <laughs> um, which is you know also good, but like we've seen enough crap from Damon Lindhoff and then he's produced I I, I, I love I feel like he's friend. worked through it I feel like he's worked through it I feel like he's wanting to do the characters justice as good as anybody you know like you can't fuck something up like Watchmen otherwise people are gonna be like Alan Moore should've just written the whole goddamn thing <laughs> and no one else can write Watchmen except Alan Moore I and mean, somebody's gonna say that
0: probably I me mean, no maybe. one else
1: can make Spider-Man after Stan Lee died and that was only good when he was alive <laughs>
0: even though he quit writing like after issue. 100. Right. But you yeah, know, there are those assholes out there. Yeah, no, I, I used to be
1: one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I understand what you're getting at Cody though. It, it is. Um, I, I think we all need to have a better understanding of the source material before we dive too far into this part of the conversation. Oh, like, there, yeah. yeah. Worrying about like whether or not they're going to go crazy town, banana pants or just, you know, God, I hope so. try to try to adapt the manga to film. Um, let's wrap this up though. So one sentence statement, you know, Joe, do you think people should see this movie or not and why?
1: I think if you want a good action movie that doesn't require you to, you know, uh take out hours of your life to go study the back, you know, if you want to just be dropped into a world and enjoy the fantastical elements of it, something like, you know, The Fifth Element or, you know, if you're really into the fifth Element, you might like Eilita Battle Angel. Hmm. If you like pod racing, you'll definitely like Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> pod racing, pod racing alone. There's no politics in this bullshit. <laughs> and right. the bullshit politics that were in Star Wars were bad anyway. Fight me. Anyway, I think people should see Ailita. And um, you know, it just it's good enough. All right. It's better than good.
2: It's okay. good enough. It's good enough. All right. Cody. I saw this movie for a dollar and seventy five cents.
0: Did you? How'd you, yeah. how'd you do that for dollar seventy five? Red box. Oh, okay, gotcha. There's
2: one like right next to my apartment. Of course, I could have watched the OVA online for free, mm. and I probably would have enjoyed it more. Get back to us on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, all right. Like,
2: I mean, this movie has multiple Academy Award-winning actors, and. Two fantastic filmmakers behind it, and I still didn't like it. So I, there's not much else I can do. All right,
0: all right. I I kind of agree with both the uh, you know I think Joe makes a good point. If you want to just enjoy a movie without having to study, you know, and 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 dive deep into the lore and everything, because you know usually that's what I do. I think you can do this. But Cody makes.
2: All oh. right, boys,
0: cheese it. The cops <laughs> ah! found us. <laughs>
2: They're coming to put fake. you two in movie Sit jail.
0: The fake passports are under the, the desk, the Joe. Bitch? oh god anyway I think I think Cody has a good point though Cody makes a a valid point that there's a lot of talent here there's a lot of money here and everything like that and with all that talent and money and and writing and everything like that they still couldn't see past like this isn't a hundred percent a cohesive story this Mm. is you know there's there's so many high points but just for every high point there's just as many low points sure you know for every really cool action scene that explains a little bit of stuff we get some awkward dialogue or we get some awkward exposition or something like that right I really want to see a second movie I want to see them do a little bit better. I want the I want them to keep the visual stunningness of this first movie and I want them to expand with better writing and character development in the second. That's yeah. that's all I want.
1: Yeah. If they don't nail it by the second movie. If they don't
0: nail it by the second movie, I'm done. Yeah, like I'm I'm, done I'm, too. I'm checked out. Uh now that being said, I really do want to read the manga after watching this film. Like mm-hmm. I want to check it out and and give it a shot. Some so. of the
1: visuals from the movie just felt more like a manga. Like, yeah. the when when Hugo is falling, like that's some I was like, this is some like manga could. panel stuff. Yeah, yeah, where I saw that, I was like, someone could bring a cure to the big screen now. Like, we yeah. can achieve these really interesting visuals where there's a a, 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 the right sense of scope. Yeah, that's given to most movies. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think that's it, though. I think I think that's all we can say about Alita: Battle Angel without making Cody. Going to cardiac arrest. Uh, so with that, folks, we really appreciate you listening. If you want to hit us up with any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions, you can email us at panelpicturespodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you want to find Mr. Joseph on the internet, you can find him on Twitter at howisjoe underscore brackets in between all that. Yep. And, and I'm fine. Thanks. I was going to say, and he's fine. Thank you. You can't uh, say that for me. Yeah. I can I can say you're fine. You're right here. You're doing okay. You're, you're fine, big guy. It's Am all right. I, though? Yeah. I Am think. I okay? Uh, now you're making me question it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, if you want to find Cody, the best Twitter boy on Twitter, you can find him at the Orange Avenger without the E. Avo- Avenger.
1: Orange, Avenge R. Orange Avenger. Orange Avenger. Um, make like sure a you pirate. S-
0: send him all your favorite Iron Man 3 gifts and Battle Alita uh, gifts. I've been sending him some nice Iron Man 3 gifts every time I record now. Uh, so, I'm sure he enjoys those. Yar. Yar. And uh, I think that's going to be it. So until next time, folks, uh, stay super and we'll see y'all later. Bye bye. Can you guys not just say bye bye like normal people?
1: No. This is a podcast, buddy.